You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Welcome back to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson, and I only have nine fingers, and that's why you get Nine Finger Chronicles. Anyway, I'm in my basement sipping on a nice cold glass of Johnny Walker this evening. Um, The wife is busy, my daughter is busy, and my son is already in bed, so that means daddy gets a little free time. And tonight, we are going to talk about bows. Um, And we're going to be talking with a gentleman named Ross Wittry. And Ross, um, he went ahead and he uh, talked about several bows. And you're just going to have to wait to see which ones that he reviewed. Really good information, uh, just like all of them so far. And um, before we get into the interview, I just want to make sure that... uh, um, we we kind of we're kind of getting all everybody's reviewing the same type of bows. So if you're interested and you want to be part of this bow review challenge, um, here's a couple bows companies. I shouldn't say a couple. Here's a list of bow companies that a we haven't had a chance to review yet, or b we've only had maybe one or two reviews. So here's the list of bows that I would like to see reviewed: Bowtech, PSE. Martin, Diamond, Mission, Darton, New Breed, Obsession, and Gearhead. So I'm going to say it one more time. Bowtech, PSE, Martin, Diamond, Mission, Darton, New Breed, Obsession, Gearhead. And uh, if any of the big box stores like Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop have signature bows that... uh, maybe spinoffs of some other bows, go ahead and uh, give those a try too because those are typically a lower price point and I I feel that uh, there's people out there that may be interested in in those bows. So now it's time for the podcast with Ross Wittry. All right, on the show with me today is Ross Wittry. How you doing today, Ross? Doing well. How about yourself, Dan? I'm doing great. I'm doing. I found three sheds this morning on my walk. Nice. I went, actually went out yesterday and found two. So. Oh, nice. Went out yep. for two hours this morning and uh, found three sheds. Matched a side up from a, a a one of my actual shooter bucks or my hitless bucks from last year. I found his last year sh- side this year. So nice. I got, now I got a, a match set. Anything uh, worth bragging about on your end? No, no, the, the the two I found were unfortunately they were just little tanks, but uh, I was pretty excited. 
um, to find some and put myself on the board this year. So that was good. Heck yeah. All right. So what state do you live in? And tell me how your season went this year. Okay. I, I live in Iowa. Um, my season actually went pretty well for not filling my deer tag. Um, this year I actually had four mature bucks that I was actually chasing. And um, I had encounters with two of them. Um, one of them I had at 25 yards, and after seeing him, I decided to just pass him up and give him another year and hopefully he could uh, make it through and get bigger to be next year. But uh, the second one I actually had an encounter with, um, I had him at 25 yards, and uh, he had his left side broken off from fighting. So oh, I ended man. up letting him walk too. So, But uh, I did check my trail cameras after the season was over, and they both made it. So that was a good deal. So hopefully uh, they don't get hit by a car or something and I can chase them next year. Yeah, that's awesome. When uh, I've had a couple deer walk by me um, with broken, like their entire one side was broken off and I gave them the, I gave them the pass just on that. I don't know if it was worth it or not, but um, probably, I think one of the bucks was 160 class uh, deer and uh, he broke off. It was, he was a 10 pointer maybe high one fifties. And this was like four or five years ago and he broke off his entire left side. And, uh, so I, I had one encounter with him. I let him walk and I think the neighbor shot him back here. So <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. Well, before we get into, uh, it looks like you reviewed eight bows today. Um, mm -hmm. some that we've already be reviewed some that we haven't, but, um, why don't you tell us a little, before we get into the bow review, what do you do for – tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for a living? And uh, that's a good place to start. Okay. Yeah, um, I am actually a loan officer for a small community bank here in the Des Moines metro area. And um, I specialize in residential and consumer loans. And um, just a little about my, bit about myself. I've been bow hunting since I was eight years old. I have two uncles that are diehard bow hunters, and they actually got me into it. And uh, I've been addicted ever since, so. Well, that's how, that's how, uh, it starts off anyway. So, um, all right, so let's go ahead and get into it, get into this bow review and, uh, you, you have your notes up in front of you. Yes, I do. Yep. All right. So we'll just start off with, uh, number one, it looks like you reviewed two bows from, uh, expedition archery. So why don't you mm -hmm. go ahead and tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, I never heard about this company until I seen Donnie Vincent, who you guys had on Wired to Hunt, um, actually shooting these bows. And got me interested in it because uh, I think Donnie's a pretty straight shooting guy. And uh, if he's endorsing a bow like that, it's something I definitely want to check out. And uh, we had a new archery shop open up in my area. And they are carrying the ex Expedition Archery. So I definitely wanted to go check them out, and the first bow that I shot was the uh, Exception, and it was a 2016 model. Um, a little bit about the bow is it's got a brace height of 7.25, and axle axle is 32 inches, and approximate weight is 3.9 pounds, and it's a single cam, um, and its IBO speed is 328 and its draw weight is anywhere between 40 to 70 pounds, and the draw length can be adjusted between 26 and a half to 31 inches in half-inch increments, 
which is kind of a little crucial for me. Um, I actually have a draw length of 28 and a half inches, so I'm definitely looking for a bow that has half-inch increments, and the uh, let off is 80%. Um, a little bit about this bow is the manufacturers are an aerospace and engineering manufacturing company, and they decided to start making bows. So if you ever look at the bows, they kind of got like an aerospace kind of techie-looking design to them. Um, one thing that I noticed right off the bat when I uh, actually held this bow for the first time is I was surprised how well-balanced it was. It's probably the most well-balanced bow I've ever held. Um, it didn't have anything on it. didn't have any uh, uh, sight or, or, or anything like stabilizer or anything like that, and it just felt really good in my hand, like it was really well-balanced. Um, as far as its shot, it shot really smooth. Um, the back wall was very solid, which that's definitely something I'm looking for. And uh, a big part of the reason why it's so solid back wall is because it has a limb stop instead of a string stop. Uh, that's something else that I was really looking for is a solid back wall with a limb stop instead of a string stop. And uh, one of the kind of neat things about it is its simplicity. Um, the cable guard on this is just basically it's just a rod it doesn't have any bearings or wheels or anything like that so it's very smooth um very quiet uh when i shot it it, it really pumped the arrows out and uh i really like the bow another big thing that i really liked about it is the finish on the bow um it's kind of it's really kind of got a really tough finish to it it's almost like a like a truck headliner type finish on it so that's something else that was crucial when I was looking for a bow is the one I currently have it's showing its wear and tear from the seven years I've been dragging it in and out of the woods and I wanted a bow that you know I can abuse and still look good so um, that was another crucial factor with it okay so overall did you like this bow I mean how did it shoot was there any hand shock in uh, when you shot it no no it's just shot really smooth. I was really impressed with it. Um, I, I really like this bow, actually. Okay. And what's the price point on that? Uh, the price point on this one is it's $1,050. Okay. And you said you went and tested all these bows at a Bass Pro Shop? Um, actually, this one was at a private bow shop. Okay. Um, and then a couple other ones I tested at Shields. Okay. And then one of them I tested at Bass Pro. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, uh, just one second, Ross. Uh, are you mm -hmm. are you on speakerphone by any chance? I am not. Okay. Uh, what about um, what about? Go ahead and put yourself on speakerphone once, and I want to see how if that sounds any better. Okay. Can you hear me, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Say some words or something real quick. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, that sounds better. Cold. That sounds okay. better. Um, so okay. if you could keep it like that, I'm sorry. I was just getting so much kind of like. <sighs> okay. But uh, all right. So I'm just going to start off for, for the next bow. Um, all right. Now, uh, what was the second uh, expedition bow that you shot? The second expedition bow I shot was the Eccentric 7. Um, a little bit about this bow is that its brace height is 7 inches. Um, it's 32 inches axle-to-axle, -axle, 
Uh, approximate weight is 3.9. Uh, it's a dual cam bow. Um, the first bow that I tested from Expedition was a single cam. This one was actually a dual cam. Um, its IBO speed is 344. Uh, draw weights can be adjusted between 40 to 70 pounds, and uh, draw weights can be adjusted between 28 to 31 inches in half-inch increments, and it's 80% uh, let off. Gotcha. So how'd this bow feel? Still, so This bow felt really good. Um, it actually has the same riser as the uh, exception. Um, basically, the only difference with it is the that it's dual cams. Um, it shot really smooth, drawled really smooth. Um, it does have a little bit of a uh, uh, faster uh, arrow speed, and it was noticeable. Um, but as far as smooth and draw and uh, the back uh, wall, it was all exceptional. I was also really impressed with this bow. And again, it had the same finish as the exception and um, the same cable guard. Um, basically, it's pretty close to the, almost the exact same bow, except that it's a dual cam bow. Okay. And... And this also looks like it has a price tag of one thousand five or one thousand fifty dollars. Um, yeah. For you, is is one thousand fifty dollars at the high end of your budget, or is it? Hey, I'm a banker, so money's not an option type thing. <laughs> yeah, I need a loan. I can go find one. Huh? That's right. <laughs> no, I. Well, to be honest with you, again, when I'm going to buy a new bow. I'm going to buy something that I really like and price is not going to be uh, an, uh, something that's going to hinder me on, on purchasing something because when I buy a bow, I'm probably going to have it for the next seven years. So I'm okay. going to buy something that I like. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So you, you were pretty impressed uh, from the way it sounds with the uh, expedition bows so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, one other thing I wanted to make mention to you, and I know that nobody else on the podcast has ever talked about this, is warranties and what uh, dealers have perspectives on bow companies. That's a good point. So that's kind of one thing that I make sure I ask uh, the dealers is, you know, how are these bow companies to work with if you have a warranty issue or something like that? And um, the bow shop that I actually talked to, they said that Expedition is exceptional to work for uh, or work with. Um, they're based out of Yankton, South Dakota, and they say if they have any issues or something like that, usually they have parts within two days. And so they have a very, very good warranty pro uh, program. Um, the one thing about the warranty program is it's life of the bow, but it's to the original purchaser, and you have to buy the bow from an authorized Expedition retailer. But uh, other than that, they had good things to say about working with Expedition. So that's definitely something I take into consideration when thinking about purchasing a bow. So. Yeah, so, and, and then you shot these two at, uh, at the local bow shop, right? That's correct. Yep. Okay, so how far is that of a drive for you from where you live uh, to this shop? Actually, it's only about three miles from my house. So. Okay, so that's pretty, that's pretty convenient for you. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. Gotcha. All right. So next bow on the list, it looks like uh, three and four are from Elite. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with the uh, Impulse 31? Okay. Yeah, I actually tested these at Shield. Um, 
the the first one I uh, tested was the Impulse 31. Um, I've actually shot um, the Elite Bow uh, in years past and really liked them. So this was definitely something that I wanted to look into in regards to purchasing a new bow. Um, I was actually really really impressed with this with this bow. Um, it has a brace height of six inches. Um, its axle axle is 31 inches. Its approximate weight is 4.2 pounds. It's a dual cam bow. Its IBO speed is 340, and its draw weight is adjustable between 40 to 80 pounds. And its draw length is adjustable between 26 and 30 in half-inch increments. And uh, I'm not sure what the let-off is, but uh, this probably has the best let-off I've ever uh, witnessed a bow have. Um, I've actually seen a, a video on Facebook where a guy actually pulls the bow at full draw and actually hangs it and it's the bow itself hangs at full draw so that's how much the let off is which is really impressive and when I was actually testing the bow um, the, the gentleman that was helping me was like try letting down on this and it's like you can let down and it wouldn't you know jump out of your hand so it was really impressive as far as the bow itself um, it was a really really smooth draw had a very solid back wall. Actually, out of all the back walls that I tested, this was probably the best, and that's important to me because when I come to full draw, I want it to just lock in, like you know that you're there. So that was very important to me. And uh, this thing was fast. I mean, it was it was shooting these arrows out like laser beams. I mean, it was it was pretty impressive. And were you shooting? Uh, uh, were you shooting a seventy pound draw weight? Um, actually, yeah, all the bows that I shot were at 70 pounds. Okay, yeah. good. So at least there was a um, uh, a standard right there. Um, yeah. And I didn't I didn't get a chance to ask you, and I'm gonna ask you this question about this elite. So so what what did you what did you like about it overall? I just liked how smooth it was. I mean, it's just it was probably the smoothest ball bow I I, I had shot out of all the bows that I tested. I mean, it was just, it was impressive. It just, and and how smooth it was built my confidence up in actually shooting. So, I mean, it, it really impressed me. Okay. Um, and I'm going to bounce back to the expedition bows here shortly. Mm-hmm. Was there anything about those two bows that, that you didn't like at all? Um, to be honest with you, the only thing that made me nervous about the expedition bows was, it's a mom and, mom and Paul shop that I went to, and uh, and if they were happened to go out of business or something like that, uh, you know, finding somebody to service an expedition bow uh, made me a little bit nervous because they're based out of Yankton, South Dakota, and I actually looked to see where like the nearest expedition shop would be at, and it was like South Dakota. Okay. So that's one thing that made me a little bit nervous about them is if you know I bought it from them if the bow shop happened to close up or something like that, where I would need to go to get serviced or worked on or something like that. So, yeah, that is kind of a downfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you didn't like, or what was your, um, anything that you didn't like about the elite bow, the impulse? You know, I can't really think of anything that I did not like about the elite, um, impulse. Um, one thing I should point out is when I was looking for a new bow, there were uh, certain things that I was looking for, and they were such as 
a bow with a seven inch brace height. This one had a six inch brace height, which made me a little bit nervous that it wouldn't be as shootable, but I did not seem to notice any difference with it. So um, there's not really anything I didn't like about that bow. Okay. Uh, the next bow is the same company, Elite, the 2016 Synergy. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Synergy has a 7 and 3 8 brace height. It's uh, 33 inches axle to axle. Uh, approximate weight is 4.4 pounds. It's a dual cam. Uh, IBO speed is 330, and draw weight is adjustable between 40 to 80 pounds, and the draw length is adjustable from 23 inches to 29 inches in half-inch increments. And again, I'm not sure what the uh, let-off is in, on it, but uh, like I said, these let-offs on these uh, elites were quite impressive. So, gotcha. um, as far as uh, shooting the bow, um, it shot really smooth. Um, it had a very solid back wall, which was important to me. Um, one thing, though, I, I thought it was a little longer than what I was looking for. Um, I'm kind of looking for a bow that's 32 inches or shorter. Um, I do a lot of uh, turkey hunting from the ground. I just don't want a big bulky bow when I do that. And um, so other than that, I mean, I like the bow. It shot really good. Um, again, it was shooting smooth, and uh, I was impressed by it. Um, if I had to pick between the Synergy and the Impulse, I'd probably pick the Impulse. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Now, um, was there a, a big difference between the draw, like the smoothness or the shootability between the six? inch brace height and the seven inch brace height? You know, I didn't, didn't really notice it. Um, I would probably say that maybe the synergy, uh, drew back a little bit smoother, but I mean, it didn't make a big enough difference to where it, it turned me away from the impulse. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so out of the two elite bows, you you, you felt that the impulse was, uh, a little bit better as far as your standards were concerned. Yes. All right. Both bows look to be priced at about $950. So, um, you know, the compared to the, uh, I guess the expedition, you're looking at a hundred dollars less, but you know, like you, like you said, a hundred dollars doesn't really mean anything if you're, uh, buying a bow every seven years. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. My next purchase, I'm planning on having it for a while, so I want to make sure that I get a bow that I like, and price is not going to be a determining factor on it. So you're not the kind of guy who likes to have uh, a brand new bow every year. No, 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 no. I, I couldn't afford that anyway. So. <laughs> I hear that. I hear I mean, that. You can't be dishing out a thousand bucks every year, so. That's right. All right, so next bow on the chart is uh, is from Matthews, and it is the 2016 HTX. Why don't you tell us about that one? Okay. Yeah, um, this is a no-cam bow, um, meaning that it doesn't have any cams at all, so I definitely wanted to check this one out. Um, um, it has a bright side of 6 and an eighth. Um, its draw weight is 50 to 70 pounds. And its bow weight is 3.99 pounds, and its let off is 65 to 85 percent. And uh, draw lengths are 23 to 29, and uh, it does have half inch increments. Um, it is uh, IBO speed is 326 
and uh, axle to axle is 30 inches, and uh, the price point on this one is $1,000. Uh, this bow was a nice bow. Um, one thing, though, it was a little awkward drawing it back. Um, out of all the bows that I test shot, and I, like I said, they're all at 70 pounds. This one seemed to have drawn back the the uh, the heaviest, and uh, it, it it felt a little awkward when you had it uh, at full draw. Um, it it was really jumpy. I felt like if you gave up a little bit, I mean, it just wanted to go off. Uh, that's what I felt, anyways. But um, other than that, I was pretty impressed with it. Um, but it, Probably was not for me. It's, um, if I had to choose between the Expedition and then the Elites, I would probably choose them over this bow. It was very nice, but it just seemed a little too jumpy for me. And that that's a deal breaker right there. Yeah, definitely. Okay. definitely. okay. Any any other notes, uh, likes or dislikes for the Matthews? Um, again, um, one thing I forgot to mention of. About the elites is the warranty. Um, I know you had them on your podcast, and the warranty on elites is exceptional. Um, he even told you that story about how that guy was out in the mountains or hunting one time or something like that, and yep. ended up the guide or somebody ended up backing over his bow, and they ended up having shipped one out to him. Um, so, I mean, that's a, definitely a, a determining factor with elite in regards to the warranty on it. And uh, as I understand it, the elite. It is like no questions asked, and it's trans- transferable between um, owners. So, but uh, also I've heard very good things about um, Matthews and their warranty program. And um, you know, I've asked the Shield how um, they deal, how Matthews handles their warranty, and they said said they're exceptional to deal with. Uh, one thing about the Matthews warranty is that it is not transferable but it is for the life of the loan of the original purchaser, but you have to be at an authorized master's dealer for it to be um, in effect. So so you have to purchase it from an authorized Matthews dealer? That's correct. Okay, I got you. And where did you shoot this one, at Shields as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and for those of you guys who don't know, uh, in the Midwest here we have, uh, it's, it's a smaller version of Cabela's, and it's called Shields. So um, it's another sporting goods store basically hunting fishing running you know all your all your sports so just kind of a heads up there all right uh number six on the list here is the hoyt carbon defiant Mm -hmm. yeah this this bow is uh brace height is seven inches it's uh 31 inches axle to axle approximate weight is 3.6 pounds so it's very light uh, it's a dual cam. Its IBO speed is 331. Uh, draw weights are adjustable between 30 to 80 pounds. Uh, draw length is adjustable from 24 to 30 inches. And the I'm not sh- quite sure what the let off was on it. Um, shooting this bow, it was a nice bow. Um, one thing though is that I know you had another li- or another guy on the on the podcast that had said that when you get a full j- draw bolt kind of bounce, wanted to bounce um and i you know i took that into consideration and when i actually drew this bow i actually felt that um, okay yeah which was kind of weird um and, and he even made the comment uh when you see the you know the opening credits on midwest whitetail um when that guy's drawn the bow 
you can kind of see it bounce when he's at full draw. And, and you know, I, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And, um, you know, I kind of felt that with this bow. And the other uh, Hoyt bow that I actually tested, which was kind of surprising to me. But, uh, but yeah, um, other than that, I mean, it shot pretty smooth. But that whole, you know, coming to full draw when it, you know, gets to the valley and it kind of does that bounce, that kind of really turns me off to it. So. And that's crazy that you say that because um, I don't know if it was last week's podcast, bow review podcast, or the previous week, but mm-hmm. the guy brought up that same thing and he said he did not feel that little bounce. But yeah, but yeah. now you're the second person who said that they've felt that bounce on this uh, on the uh, the defiance and mm-hmm. the next bow. I mean, while we're on the topic, is mm-hmm. the nitrum that you that you shot that t- from 2015 did you feel that same little bounce on that bow as well i did I okay did. and i was kind of disappointed because i'll be honest with you i was planning on before even doing this bow review i was planning on buying the nitro that's like the bow i wanted to buy and um you know after i, I test shot it and felt that i was a little disappointed and you know after shooting the, the expedition or in the elite and, and being that those were smoother bows with smoother draws, I didn't no longer wanted to buy them nitrum, which, you know, was a little bit of a letdown to me. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's the whole reason why we do these whole test shoots is to make yeah. sure that you get, you know, the bow that uh, is the best for you and, and your like. So, but a little bit about the nitrum. Before you get into that, I want to I want to go I want to finish up this little bounce thing with the Hoyts. Mm-hmm. Did if you didn't if you didn't hear on the podcast about that little bounce at full draw, do you think you st- would still have noticed it when you were test sh- shooting? I know it's kind of well, hard hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to be honest with you, I think I would have. Um, okay, but being that somebody else said that I definitely was that was definitely something I was looking for but I mean just between drawing you know drawing elite and drawing Hoyt I mean there's a noticeable difference on how smooth they were all right all right now we can get into the nitrum yeah a little bit of the specs on the nitrum is its brace height brace height is uh, six and three quarters and its axle axle is 30 inches Approximate weight is 3.9 pounds. It's a dual cam. Its ideal speed is 332. Uh, draw weight is just between 30 to 80 pounds. Draw lengths are 24 to 30. And again, I'm not sh- quite sure what the let off is. Um, but uh, it was a nice bow. Um, one other thing I was a little bit shocked is when I was actually testing it, the gentleman that handed me this, um, you know, I had all these bows lined up. He warned me before I shot it. He goes, "This is probably going to be to have the most hand shock out of any of the bows that you shoot," and I did notice that too, hmm. um, which was a little bit shocked too. As far as the how the bow felt in my hand, I really liked it. I liked how short it was, um, how balanced it was. I, I mean, it felt really comfortable in my hand, but just the fact that you know it didn't, it did it. It did have, you know, a little bit of a shock when you shot it, and that whole, you know, wanting to bounce when you're at full draw kind of really turned me off to it. Okay. 
So anything else anything else about the two Hoyts that you liked or didn't like? Um, I liked how light the Hoyts were and how they felt in my hands, but as far as the how smooth they drew and that whole bounce thing, I did not like that. Okay. Did you felt did you feel that they threw an arrow fairly well? Yeah, no, they shot arrows very well. They weren't as smooth as the elites, I didn't think. Um, but they did, I mean, they did um, shoot the arrows well. Uh, one other thing I did want to mention, too, is that um, I actually had shot or talked to several bow shops in regards to how they were to work with Hoyt, and none of them really had any positive things to say in regards to warranty issues or, or having to deal with in that aspect, which kind of made me nervous. Um, but um, huh. and, I, and I don't want you to get hate mail because you know I'm dissing on Hoyt or whatever. But I'm just you know that's something that uh, you know made me a little bit nervous that they weren't necessarily the, the, the best company maybe to deal with for warranty issues and stuff like that. Okay. Did they did they give any particular examples or just say they I mean, were were they hard to get a hold of were they like late in responding? Well, like where I shot my expedition uh, bows, um, they had some customers that had had Hoyt, and uh, for instance, she said they had a warranty issue with the expedition bow and they had parts within two days, and another customer that shot a Hoyt. They had warranty issues, and they didn't get their parts for six months. So, what? Six months? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, that's a, that, um, that's a yeah. whole season. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, okay. So so we cover. Oh, yeah. Well, wait. You you did uh, – it's not on the notes here, but you, you did shoot another bow. You went to Bass Pro Shop, and uh, you said you, sh- you shot a Bass Pro Shop bow. Yes, that's correct. Uh, the bow that I shot was the Blackout SS. I just happened to be at Vasco one day picking up some stuff, and I thought, what the hell, I'll just uh, try to shoot uh, this bow. It's something I have been looking at. Um, it's It comes in a, a complete bow package, so it does come with, like, stabilizer, uh, a rest, uh, sight, uh, quiver, everything. Um, a little bit about this bow is it's uh, 32 inches axle-to-axle, Seven-inch brace height, uh, draw length is, adjust, is adjustable from 26.5 to 30.5, and uh, weight is 3.5 pounds, so it's actually pretty light. And it actually, it's probably the lightest bow that I tested. And uh, arrow speed is 335. And um, I was, you know, I was a little shocked, you know, being that this bow is, you know, priced at 600 bucks, so it's quite a bit less than all the other bows that I tested. And uh, so I thought maybe, you know, quality issue, and you usually your higher price and better quality. But I was really impressed with this bow. Um, it shot really smooth. Uh, the draw was really smooth. It had a very solid back ball, and, uh, which surprised me because actually it has a string stop instead of a limb stop. And uh, – that kind of surprised me how solid that back wall was because of that. And um, I was actually really impressed with this bow. Huh. So, and what did you say the price on that was? 600 bucks? 600 bucks. Okay. And as I said, it was a bow package. So it comes with the stabilizer, rest, sight, and quiver. So. 
that's a that's a pretty good deal considering I I have a feeling that all the other bow prices that we talked about um, were just bare bow. That's correct. Right. That's correct. And I did forget to mention that the uh, um, the Hoyt the the carbon defiant is uh, a measly fourteen hundred bucks, and uh, yeah. the Hoyt Nitrum was nine fifty, and this bow uh, the the blackout from Bass Pro was 600 with sight and rest. Uh, let's see. So what bow are you currently shooting? Right now I'm shooting a 2008 Martin Cheetah. Um, I actually bought this bow brand new from um, Cabela's uh, my sophomore year of college. I think when I, when I bought it, it was 450 bucks, which I thought was a pretty good deal being a broke college student. And uh, it actually came in a bow package, so it came with a sight, uh, a rest, uh, and a quiver. And um, it, it's been a very, very good bow to me. Um, it's it's a little bit of sucks about the bow is it's a seven inch brace height. It's thirty point five uh, axle to axle. Approximate weight is four point three pounds. It's a single cam. The ideal speed is three hundred and ten. And the draw weight is adjustable from 50 to 70 pounds. And I currently got it at 60. And the draw length is 25 to 30 inches. And uh, currently got a draw length at 28.5 inches. And the let off is adjustable from 65% to 80%. Um, like I said, it's been a very, very good bow to me. Um, I've harvested a lot of deer with it. Uh, it it's it, it's a good bow. It's just, you know, it's getting to be where it's seven years old. And uh, like I said, it's showing its wear and tear. You could probably use a new string. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the finish on it is starting to get scratched up and, and, and somewhat coming off. And so it's just kind of the time that uh, maybe you just need to, to, to get a new bow. So Yeah. All right. So here's the big question. And I don't know if you've already made your mind up or not, but of the eight bows that you've reviewed, um, are you going to get a new bow this year, or are you going to stay with your your Martin? I am planning on getting a new bow this year. Uh, I've got it narrowed down to two bows. Um, the two bows that I've got narrowed down to is the Expedition Exception and the Elite Impulse 31. Okay. Um, I have not made my decision on which one I'm going to purchase yet. I'm probably going to be end up going back to the bow shop and, and test shooting them again. To be honest with you, though, I'm probably leaning towards the Impulse 31. Okay. And um, what are the two fa- like? Any, what are the factors to you right as of right now leaning towards that uh, elite? Um, the factors are. It was probably the smoothest bow that I shot out of okay. all of them. Um, the Expedition Exception was pretty close to it, but I, I do feel that the Impulse was smoother. Um, and another big determining factor is that I like their warranty on it. Um, like I said, that's kind of a, you know something that you peace of mind that if something were to happen, you're to your bow on your replication that they're going to take care of you. Your, your replication is not over with. And, um, you know, and like I said, I, I forgot to mention this too. I asked the dealers how uh, elite was to work with and everybody had positive things to say about them. They said they're exceptional. 
Um, for instance, that mom and pa shop, they said that their elite dealer stops by every once in a while just to see how they're doing. And their other bow manufacturers don't. So they are, you know, that gives you a peace of mind that that bow company is going to take care of you. Yeah. They uh, do a little follow through, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, what I, w- I want to make sure that you reach out to us or make a post on our Facebook page or something like that. So when it comes time to finally make your decision, we all know what you went with. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Perfect. Perfect. So thank for, you know, thanks for coming on the show, taking time out of your uh, schedule to, uh, um, you know, review these bows for us and, and fill us in on your likes and dislikes and, um, hopefully this helps somebody make a decision or, you know, maybe look at a bow that they weren't looking at. So again, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're welcome, Dan. And I appreciate everything you do and, and, uh, you know, putting this out there to where, you know, guys like us become aware of stuff like this and, uh, you know, it helps us, you know, make our purchases. Cause when you're spending a thousand dollars, you want to make sure you make the right one. So yeah. That is a fact. That is a fact. Well, I tell you what, go out, find some sheds, and uh, send me some pictures so I can post them online. Will do. Will do. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. And there you have it, another podcast in the books. Hopefully you guys uh, got some good information out of this. I know uh, Ross went into detail about some of the warranties and some of the uh, things that we typically don't talk about, so that's good. And um, I really don't have too much to say. Keep an eye out for more giveaways coming down the pipe. Uh, more, I, shit, just more interviews coming down the pipe. Uh, we got a lot of hunter profiles coming up. We got some more bow reviews coming up. We have uh, more company podcast coming up so uh we got a full docket for uh the rest of this month and uh i'm I'm getting pretty booked for march already so uh holler at me if you're interested in doing a bow review or a hunter profile podcast as always make sure you guys are going and leaving a review on itunes go to stitcher leave a review make sure you guys are subscribing make sure you guys are are listening all the way through because you never know when i could throw a curveball at you and uh, do some kind of giveaway at the end of the podcast but with that said everybody while this weather is somewhat nice go out start walking the timber look for sheds and uh, send me the pics and I'll post them online. Other than that, make sure you guys wear your damn safety harness.